0: From MediaCorp and One Up Media, this is Post Love: Essays on Love, Life, and Everything in Between. Maybe it's not marriage, maybe it's love. I just hope that someday someone would love me. Well, but I've only loved one man. L'amour. And I've got a lunch, I'm never going to feel no other kind of love. A... I fell in love with him. When faced with love, there's really no telling how a person is going to act. Some people sit back and wait for fate to land a hand. Some choose to reach out and grab love, shake it like it's a fruit-laden tree branch. And then there are some people who think they have love, and when the real thing comes along, they just don't see it. What do you think I did? I'm Audrey. And at the time of this story, I'd been dating my boyfriend, Ivan, for three years. We had met as fellow new employees on orientation day at the bank, where I worked full-time as a communications assistant. After a year, however, Ivan moved to a financial trading firm and became very busy with his climb up the corporate ladder. Meanwhile, for a change of pace, I decided to take courses part-time, thinking I could work toward a business degree. I looked forward to learning something new, The second degree would also help upgrade my career. Now, Ivan wasn't crazy about the idea of me taking this course and being around other people. Or rather, other men. He especially wasn't crazy about the notion of me taking classes in business. Subtext? More men. But I told him to stop worrying. Relax, I told him. It's just cool. But Ivan saw my going back to school as a delay tactic to evade his plan for us. Work. Save. Start a family. I knew I wasn't ready for that yet. As for my parents, they loved Ivan. Or maybe they just loved his plan. They thought I was being silly and disruptive. I went ahead and registered for courses anyway. And the thing was, I loved being in school again. I enjoyed the team approach to learning, all the writing and the pretend projects that had no real consequences except in your final grade. And I enjoyed the school community, meeting new people and making connections that promised nothing but solid friendship. It was hectic, and I was busier than ever, but I thrived. Nonetheless, because of my full-time job, I was always just a little bit late for my classes so I would slip into a seat in the back row via the back door. Inevitably, I'd find myself seated next to a guy who became my best guy friend at school, Bernard. Objectively, Bernard would be considered a catch, and the best kind because he didn't seem to be aware of it at all. I first noticed him at the third or fourth meeting of our marketing class because as usual, I was late and he was giving a presentation for his group. He looked good in a suit, because he had the height and build for it. I thought, nice. Smart, well-spoken, decent dress sense, but he wasn't my crush or anything. It was clear that he didn't think of me that way either. Maybe it was his height, or just that he wanted to quickly slip away for breaks, but he always sat in the back. And so we were seatmates in both classes. And occasionally, I would join him to get a drink during break. Most of the time, however, I didn't and I would just stay in the classroom and catch up. Every now and then, he'd bring me a drink or something to eat, but not always. And we were friends. It was clear because he treated me like a bro. He talked to me about his crushes. He told me about his last relationship and why it failed. He pointed out women who were his type. And I would say, so why not go for it? Bernard shook his head. No. No relationships, he said. Not till I finished my MBA. A girlfriend would be too much of a distraction. And that I understood completely. The other reason I knew we were nothing more than friends? He never complimented me. Mostly, he just teased me and sometimes jokingly insulted me. He'd point out a pimple and say, What's that, Audrey? Didn't you get enough sleep? And when I clumsily tripped or dropped my things He laughed at me (laughs) When I furrowed my eyebrows Trying to understand a marketing plan Or pouted because I was mad at the professor He'd say Don't do that to your face Ivan might break up with you And then where will you be? Bernard didn't treat me like a girl He treated me like a friend And he made me laugh all the time He even met Ivan A few times actually when Ivan came to pick me up from class. They found out they knew the same people in army and even had mutual friends. Ivan also found out that I lived along Bernard's way home, which I didn't even know. So after that, when Ivan could not pick me up due to work, Bernard would drop me off on his way home. Naturally, we started studying together and we both got great grades. His only just slightly higher than mine. The following semester, I signed up for another two classes and Bernard was in those as well. I felt entirely comfortable, almost as though Bernard was one of my oldest friends. I felt I could tell him anything and sometimes I did. I told him my embarrassing secret that I didn't even tell Ivan. That a network scout had asked if I wanted to be on a Netflix reality TV show, Singapore Social. Five, 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 five. take one, action. Of course, I said no. Bernard didn't believe me until I showed him the email asking me to show up for auditions. In turn, he confided that he found one of our other friends, Penny, gorgeous. But that he didn't want me to ask her to have a drink with us after school. No relationships until I finish, remember? He said. And you're 100% certain that if she has a drink with you, she'll fall in love with you? I said snarkily. No, not sure at all, Bernard shrugged. But there's always a chance, so why take the risk? He came into the house once, so I could pass him my set of hardbound Harry Potter books. I'd been given the entire set, but never read them, so they were practically brand new. His were falling apart, he said, so I told him we could have mine. I sure didn't care about them. He caught me crazy for never having read them. That's when he met my parents and made a tremendous impression. After he left, my mother commented, Well, he's a nice-looking fellow. So respectful. Does he have a girlfriend? Nope, I replied. He has no time. At the end of second semester, things changed at work and I was promoted and given more responsibility. I decided I could not go on taking courses and still do a good job at my office. Ivan was more than happy but Bernard said that four courses would be a waste and I should at least finish a second year and get the degree. I said I would have to think about it. Bernard said I shouldn't let my boyfriend or my boss ever get in the way of my goals in life. I shrugged. It's not them, it's me. I told him. I just want to do well at my job. Bernard's face soured but he shrugged Like he didn't care. I was surprised at how strongly he felt about it. The same night, I got a very long and completely unexpected email from Bernard. In it, he confessed he was in love with me. That he fell in love with me the very first day I walked into that marketing classroom late tripping over my feet and dropping my books. He said he wanted to spend his life with me and he would be the happiest man alive if I gave him the chance to spend all of his days trying to make me happy. I did not know what to do. I did not know what to say. I still had Ivan. And yet, Bernard didn't even mention him. It was like he didn't even exist. I never ever dreamed Bernard could feel this way. I thought it might be some kind of joke. Yes, he was a nice guy. Smart, good looking. And yes, we were good friends, but I just never thought of him that way. That was the truth. So, what did I do? What would you have done? Well, first, I did not register for any more business classes. Much to Ivan's delight. But also, I never answered Bernard's email. I just couldn't, you see. I don't know why, but I just didn't have the words. I also didn't really know how or what I felt about him. So I just let it lie there, unanswered. And Bernard never called, texted, or wrote again. Maybe I broke his heart, or maybe it was a joke. I didn't know, and I was too proud to try and find out. And I heard nothing else from him. Weeks passed, then months. I'd see his posts on Facebook, but I didn't like them or comment or anything. If he saw mine, I have no clue. Every now and then, I thought, well, maybe he has a girlfriend now. Someone who loves him and cares for him. And then, half a year flew by. And Ivan and I decided to part ways. There was nothing there anymore. It was just us going through the motions. After more than four years together, it was a relief more than a heartbreak. It was good to be single and not have to think about anyone else for once. Before I knew it, it was a year to the day I received Barnett's email. We had not spoken or seen each other face-to-face since then. I saw on Facebook that he had completed his MBA. And so I messaged him. Congratulations. I typed out the line. Now you can have a relationship with Penny. But I deleted it. That would be too much. I found myself feeling a little down after that a little lonely I didn't miss Ivan I missed my friendship with Bernard I missed his company I thought to myself maybe I'll call him and invite him to something I looked at the movie showing and saw that the latest Harry Potter film was out He wouldn't be able to say no to that would he? Before I could think twice I texted him Want to see the Harry Potter movie with me? Tonight, Kathy? 8pm? Two seconds later, my phone vibrated. Mm -hmm. It was Bernard. His first text in a full year. My heart turned over. Sure, I'll pick you up. He was picking me up. I made extra effort preparing for him. Not quite sure why. Was I falling in love with Bernard? What if he had a girlfriend now and this was just bros going to catch a movie? And when we saw each other, we fell into talking just like old times. We saw the movie, he offered me his jacket because the cinema was too cold. I had bought the tickets, so he bought the popcorn, the soda and the candy I liked. We didn't talk about the email at all. And during the movie, he reached for my hand. It felt warm and familiar, the sense of comfort I didn't know I had been craving all along. We went out again. And sometimes, three times a week. Dinners, lunches, more movies, a dance performance at the Esplanade because he remembered I love ballet. And then Bernard asked me to be his girlfriend. And when I said yes, he leaned in and kissed me. What can I say? It was worth the wait. We're married now, and we still go out on dates and still laugh and tease each other, no matter how busy we both are. And we just found out, we're expecting. It just goes to show that it's possible not to know what true love looks like, nor what can come from a business class, an email, or a Harry Potter movie. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Post Love. Brought to you by Mediacorp and produced by OneUp Media. If you would like to share some feedback or share your own stories, drop us an email. Our email is found in the description. This episode is produced by Yo Guangjin. Audio engineering by Ethan Sam. Voiced by Gloria and script by Noel. Special thanks to executive producer Danny Cordy from Mediacorp. We hope to see you again soon in the next episode of Post Love.